RecruitersLiveLounge.com, episode 14. Glover Daniels delivers fast and flexible recruitment research solutions to leading multinational companies and executive search consultancies around the world. Just go to GloverDaniels.com to find out more. You've been listening to Recruiters Live Lounge with Roy Ripper. Join us next time for more insights and incredible success journeys to help you be a better recruitment business leader. Hey everyone, welcome to Recruiters Live Lounge where you get to meet and hang out with some of the most inspiring recruitment business leaders on the planet. And I am really excited. I've got for you Dawn Millman Hurst. And Dawn's the CEO of Equal Approach. And you know what? Dawn, 10 years ago, left a well-respected career within human resources to pursue her passion for diversity and inclusion. She launched Equal Approach as an inclusive recruitment agency in order to remove barriers for candidates with difference. Hey, Dawn, how's it going? Hello, Roy. Yes, it's great. Thank you. And Dawn, listen, just tell us a bit about yourself and the work that you guys do at Equal Approach. Yes, well, Equal Approach is exactly as you said. It was to champion individuals who perhaps weren't so comfortably looked after in mainstream recruitment, um, but had a huge amount of talent to offer at the most senior levels. So we wanted to capture those people with different characteristics and support them through that journey. Um, In terms of my background, as you say, it was HR, it was search, it was recruitment, it was all of those people-related things, but I'd always had an underlying interest in um, candidates with difference, and some of that is nature and some of that is nurture from my background. And Dawn, listen, I know that you guys have won, you know, a number of awards for the work that you've done. Um, On the show notes of people watching this, they'll be able to see those awards down, uh, listed down there. But Dawn, for our viewers and listeners, I'm really keen to get into these questions and ask you um, questions that I've wanted to ask you for a long time. Are you ready? Absolutely. Good. All right. Listen, let's kick off with the first one. Um, Dawn, what's your favourite success quote or motivation quote um, that you you know you use in, in in your everyday life yeah it's very simple it's simply anything is possible and and how do you how do you apply that dawn how is that why is that important to you why is it your favorite I think both personally and professionally it's quite profound in that what it says to me is regardless of the barriers or the obstacles, don't give up, just keep going or find a way around it. So that's how I apply and approach every challenge that we encounter every day. And I love that attitude, you know, if if anything is possible, um, what we're encouraging people to do there is is dream, you know, don't limit yourself by... I don't know, your background or your beliefs or, uh, you know, the situation that you find yourself in. It's like dream big because anything is possible, right? Absolutely. And it's very applicable to our candidate group um, who, for whatever reason, feel underrepresented or have faced discrimination or barriers. And it's very much the mantra of our coaching of the individuals as well. 
Brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Now, Dawn, look, on Recruiters Live Lounge, we like to take our viewers and listeners uh, on your journey. And um, you know, we also know that, that you know, behind every successful person, there's usually been, usually been, um, things haven't gone completely right for them all of the time. What's the biggest failure you've had or the biggest setback that you've had in recruitment in your career? Yeah, I mean, this whole topic I could talk about for days because there are loads and I, that's the nature of the beast, isn't it? I think um, there were two that stood out for me. One was a bad investment in opening a office that we weren't ready to open. And the second, which I think is probably a more common one, is um, picking a wrong partner or contractor to work in the business in a very senior role um, who had come highly recommended and then ended up costing me a six-figure fee to get rid of them. Dear, oh dear. And Dawn, talk about the steps leading up to that. What, you know, what happened and then what action did you take to, to get it back on track? Yes, I mean, our business was in a period of rapid growth um, and perhaps my due diligence wasn't as strong as it should have been at the beginning of that. Sure. I engaged um, somebody who had worked with another business that I respected and they were going to turn our world around within five minutes um, and that sounded good at that point in time. Uh, what became very apparent very quickly was that um, there was no foundation to some of that and in fact that was quite detrimental to our journey of growth sure. and the credibility in fact and the ethic in line with our business very quickly became apparent that that wasn't the case. The mistake I made in that was that because we were very busy and we were in a period of growth and I hadn't done the due diligence, the contract I signed didn't have an exit clause. Ouch, okay. So, um, which was hugely naive and something that I would never do again. We learn, <laughs> <But> right? <laughs> we do. <laughs> is there a good ending to that story, Dawn? Uh, there is... There is yes and no. Um, subsequently, I've engaged people in similar roles who have been hugely successful and positive for our organisation. Yeah. And um, the individual concern doesn't trade in the sector anymore. Good. OK. So there's, there's a good ending to that story. There um, Dawn, you know, every successful person has that eureka moment. The You know, the light bulb goes off and... All of a sudden, it's like everything seems just that bit smoother. What was that moment for you, that specific eureka moment for you in your business? I think there's one that was very much at the beginning, which was something that had grown inside during my days in search and recruitment, which was that we were missing a huge pool of incredible talent. And the eureka moment was right here's the vehicle to do something with it. I think further into the business, the eureka moments were, this is now a commercial business that is doing all of this great stuff, um, but it's a profitable business too. So, you know, and all of the mechanisms that go behind that. Brilliant, brilliant. Thank you, Dawn. Um, and Dawn, what do you do personally to drive the standards of the recruitment industry within your own business? What do, what do you do day to day to, to drive those standards? 
Yeah, a big part of my role is governance, um, both internally and externally. As you're perhaps aware, I write a lot of the recruitment charters within the um, within the UK for organisations who focus on disability or who focus on equality generally. In terms of charters which simply give recruiters 10 top tips that they should follow to be inclusive. Um, so clearly I introduced those into our business. We've just um, been re-accredited within the UK as the Investors in Diversity um, champion, which means that our processes internally from a recruitment process with a di through a diversity lens are the best there are in the UK. We also encourage external audit. We're externally audited three times a year by different um, standards that we introduce um, or quality standards which we subscribe to and that's very important to me because um, without that quality and that integrity of the process that we adopt internally sure. how can I possibly consult with external customers? I think it's one of those situations isn't it you've almost got to um walk the walk and talk the talk if this is the work that you're doing with your clients and candidates you've got to make sure um uh, that, that your house is in order presumably absolutely absolutely and it is a really key part of our business it features as a board agenda item every month it's really prominent in everything we do Brilliant. And Dawn, how do you see, I'm going to ask you to, to look into your crystal ball for a second. How do you see the recruitment industry um, developing, say, over the next, I don't know, three to five years? Yeah, I think that there's some inevitable development in terms of technology and in terms of um, different practices. But I strongly believe, and I'm very traditional about this, that customers want good quality service when they're buying the services of a consultancy. Um, they are looking to remove a piece of work from themselves. Mm. And therefore, I strongly believe that the niche providers and the specialist providers will grow even more. I think there'll be opportunity for lots more collaboration within the sector. And what's becoming apparent is that some of the major players who aren't perhaps offering that level of personal service are having quite a tough time. And Dawn, do you think diversity and inclusion are issues and challenges that the recruitment industry is dealing with well as a, as a whole, or is it something that we could do a lot more work in? Yes. As with anything, there are organisations who do this very well. Sure. A lot of the work we do is coaching the recruitment industry in how to be more inclusive. And that's a lot of the work we do with the major RPOs and major recruiters. Um, it's becoming more and more of a requisite from major contracts in terms of even being as prescriptive in terms of long list and short list proportions of protected characteristics um, through to the demand of looking at the attraction mechanisms for diverse talent. So um, do I think we're doing enough? I don't think we're ever doing enough on this subject and you're asking the wrong person. But um, do I think there's some real basic steps we could do? Yes, absolutely. And that's what we deliver every day. Good. That's great to hear, Dawn. Thank you. 
Dawn, we want to move you into the lightning round now. So I'm going to um, fire some questions at you. The lightning round. My first question is, what's the number one thing that you've seen hold recruiters back from becoming more successful? Attitude. Uh, again there has to be the confidence to drive this forward it's that what's the worst that can happen and actually the worst that can happen isn't pretty bad so let's push on and make it happen it's that just do it kind of uh, mentality isn't it yeah that's the polite version yes (laughs) and dawn what's the what's the the best piece of business or recruitment advice you've ever received yeah i think um be true to yourself be true to your ethics and that was very important to me real basic mantra stuff in terms of would i like to be treated how i'm speaking to this person now if i've got a difficult conversation to have how would i like it to have been handled with me so just be true to you and don't go home at night and think god i handled that badly (laughs) we try to do as little of that as we as we possibly can that's good and dawn Tell, tell us about something that you use either in your business or you use personally um, that makes life easier for you. So I don't know, a bit of software or an application or just anything as a resource that works for you in your business right now. Yeah, I mean, we've got all the proprietary software that you would expect. I think, again, as you've probably worked out, I'm a pretty basic soul in some of these things. And for me, it's um, it's more about behaviours and culture. So some of the things that we use every day are around challenging bias or challenging um, the behaviours of people either in our own team or externally. And okay. So what that means in terms of practical is we have reminders around our business of what that should look like even down to meeting etiquette and those real basics and and Dawn are those what are they kind of checklists that you use or prompts or how does that how does that actually work just basic mantras you know um, a very simple one is I use a phrase acts of kindness and you know if somebody walks into the room and they're clearly stressed and they're about to come into the meeting pull their chair out for them you know real basic stuff that goes this is okay and um, that's what's important to me yes I could tell you about five pieces of software and 75 apps we use but that's uh, (laughs) that's what works for us no I love that I really really like that and uh, you know there should be more of that I think uh, just in in life in general um Dawn what's the best business book that you've read say in the last six months yes I mean I have just finished The Glass Closet by Lord John Brown and it's very relevant to our space obviously Lord John Brown was the CEO of BP and was ousted publicly as being gay and he's written a book about um, what that journey felt like but it's also very prudent in terms of a a guidance manual for either employers who have um, a lesbian, gay or bisexual workforce or individuals who are on the cusp of declaring their difference. I, um, I, I like the sound of that, it's not been on my reading list and that was The Glass Closet by Lord Brown that's right fantastic all right dawn thank you for that one um dawn final question for you in this lightning round um if you woke up tomorrow morning 
still had all the knowledge, all the experience that you've currently got, but your business wasn't there. Um, and you had to start all over again, doing anything, anywhere, what would you do and how would you approach it? In some ways, that's hugely exciting, isn't it? I guess that's the entrepreneur in us. Um, I would pull out the black book and I'd get on the phone and I'd make something happen. Um, you know, I would possibly recreate in this space or a prop possibly go and do something really wildly different and open a deli somewhere. <laughs> but, but knowing you well, Dawn, I know that whatever whatever path you chose, it would be about grafting. I, you know, I know you're, you're the type of person that if it's a, you know, let's pick up the phone, it's picking up the phone. If it's opening up the shop doors and getting people in, I know that you'd be doing that too. So thank you for sharing that with us. Um, Dawn, we are coming to an end, but... If you had to give our viewers and listeners one final piece of advice, what would that be? And also, how would people get in touch with you um, after this show? How was the best way for people to get in touch with you? Okay. I mean, the one piece of advice, again, real basic stuff, but go for it. Make it happen. Don't let anybody tell you it can't. And don't stay doing something that you're miserable doing. Do it for yourself. Uh, in terms of getting in touch with me, I'm quite happy for anybody to contact us through the Equal Approach website. There's contact pages on there or through the Equal Approach Twitter page. Um, my uh, Twitter name is dmilmanhurst, so feel free to direct mail me if you want. Fantastic. And Dawn, we'll have all of those links sort of um, available for pe people as well. Um, Dawn, it's just come to that, that time. Thank you so much for joining us in the Recruiters Live Lounge. And to everyone else that's listening, you've been listening to Dawn Millman, her CEO at Equal Approach. Uh, great to have you on the show, Dawn. Thanks ever so much. Thank you. listening to Recruiters Live Lounge with Roy Ripper. Join us next time for more insights and incredible success journeys to help you be a better recruitment business leader. How do you ensure that you deliver the best candidate in the market as opposed to on the market to your clients? Glover Daniels delivers fast and flexible recruitment research solutions to leading multinational companies and executive search consultancies around the world. They're able to deliver first-class results on your executive search assignments in a fraction of the usual time, which can also save you money. Go to gloverdaniels.com to receive an incredible discount on your very first assignment.